Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Lost Media is undeniably intriguing. After all, the big hits and misses alike are etched into video game history for all to look back on, but what about the games that almost didn't make it at all? I'm Sai for WhatCulture.com and here are 10 lost video games that were discovered years later. Number 10, Echo 2 Sentinels of the Universe. Sega developed a host of memorable franchises in the early 90s that included Sonic the Hedgehog, Alex Kidd, Streets of Rage, and perhaps the most overlooked of them all, Echo the Dolphin. Between 1992 and 1995, the franchise had three installments that all received rather consistent critical and commercial acclaim. When Sega braved new waters with the Dreamcast system, the majority of their established IPs never got a chance to shine on their 128-bit machine. However, Echo was one of the few that made it across with the 2000 reboot Defender of the Future. Again, there were rave reviews, and as such, developers Appalooza Interactive got to work on a follow-up. However, fans had no idea that this was even the case for years, as the sequel was cancelled before it was even announced thanks to the Dreamcast's unfortunate discontinuation. A prototype was discovered in 2007, but it took another nine years before a copy was released to the public. Echo 2 Sentinels of the Universe looks impressive for a game at a suggested 30% completion, but it's hard to know how it would have turned out for sure considering how much is missing. However, Sentinels of the Universe is of particular note because aside from the 2002 PS2 port of Defender of the Future, Sega's bottlenose friend has otherwise been lost at sea for for 23 years in counting. Number 9, Lobo. If you're a more casual fan of DC comic book characters, you might be at least aware of Lobo thanks to his appearance as a DLC fighter in Injustice Gods Among Us. However, if it wasn't for its ultimate cancellation, this wouldn't have been Lobo's first video game brawler. After Lobo's unexpected growth in popularity in the 90s, Ocean Software picked up the license and put a team to work on constructing a fighting game starring the violent alien and a series of his enemies. Lobo was undoubtedly inspired by Killer Instinct's pre-rendered graphics and the success of Mortal Kombat, as each character had a violent finishing move as described in a few gaming magazines at the time. However, despite the marketing starting up, the game never released. There was talk of prototype Lobo cartridges existing in collectors' forums for years, but it took over a decade for ROMs of both the Mega Drive and Super Nintendo versions of the game to appear online in 2008 and 2009. The quality of these is surprisingly high, making its untimely cancellation sting for fans of the genre and the character. It remains the only official Lobo video game to this day, even in its unofficially released state. Number 8, Radical Dreamers. Nintendo have taken part in quite a few odd hardware and software experiments over the years, but the Satellaview is truly out there. Essentially a cable modem attached to the SNES, this Japan exclusive peripheral allowed gamers to tune in at certain times of the day for unique gaming experiences that would otherwise never be made available. One of these was 
Radical Dreamers, a 1996 visual novel adventure game that was a surprisingly weird choice for a sequel to one of the all-time JRPG greats, Chrono Trigger. Radical Dreamers stars Kid and Surge from the sequel Chrono Cross, as well as an amnesiac version of Magus from Chrono Trigger called Magi. Luca from Chrono Trigger also gets a mention as meeting her untimely fate in general. The story is a darker departure from the other entries in the series. Although more forgotten than technically lost, this timed experience local to Japan remained an oddity that most people didn't even know existed. Square avoided reissuing the game for a long time due to its incongruous tone with the rest of the series and what they called questionable demand. Thankfully, ROM dumps in the 2000s allowed Western fans a taste of Radical Dreamers before the company finally acquiesced and released it in 2022 as part of a re-release of Chrono Cross. Number 7, Resident Evil for the Game Boy Color. Sai, talking about Resident Evil on this channel, all of our subscribers saw this coming, does that include you? There aren't many consoles from 1996 onwards that don't have some kind of Resident Evil game on them. Whilst it hasn't been brought forward for quite some time, the original Resident Evil had three releases for the PlayStation, shambled its way onto the Sega Saturn and PC, and eventually took a bite out of the Nintendo DS in 2006. This final note is particularly important because A, Deadly Silence is the best version of the game Fight Me, and B, it marks a happy ending to a tumultuous story of trying to make Resident Evil an on-the-go experience. Capcom producer Yoshiki Okamoto was attracted to handheld gaming which had served Nintendo well through the 90s, hitting another boom nearing the turn of the millennium thanks to Pokemon and the Game Boy Color. Capcom hired UK team HotGen, led by Fergus McGovern, who had previously worked at Probe Entertainment and had experience in porting arcade games to home consoles. In what is surely one of the most ambitious but doomed ports of all time, moving Resident Evil from PlayStation to Game Boy Color was a remarkable ask. Early screenshots looked promising in how faithful they were, but the release missed several deadlines and then hit the wall of cancellation. In 2012, different prototypes of the game were dropped online, which confirmed just how ambitious and how doomed the project was. It's clear that Resident Evil on Game Boy Color was never going to work, but it's marvellous that something so bold even existed at all. Number 6, Steven Seagal is the final option. Michael Jackson had Moonwalker, Shaq had Shaq Fu, and Steven Seagal nearly had the final option. In the mid-90s, Tech Magic, rather than get a license to any of Steven Seagal's films, decided to craft a brand new side-scrolling beat-em-up adventure for the direct-to-video star. However, Seagal's involvement with the game was minimal, essentially boiling down to selling his likeness. The rotoscoped character the player takes control of is just a look-alike. Despite this, Steve Wick, who worked on the game and went on to develop for the Postal series, said in an interview with Nintendo Player that the company ran out of money, which led to the game's cancellation. Tech Magic, meanwhile, announced that the final option was scrapped in favour of a different Seagal game for PlayStation and N64, which unsurprisingly also never came to be. Regardless, a prototype version of the final option got into the hands of an editor at Tips and Tricks magazine, making its way through several eBay auctions until it found a preservationist. The game, originally scheduled for a 1994 release, became publicly accessible in 2013, becoming another weird footnote in the career of a severely weird actor. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Number 5, Garage Bad Dream Adventure. Garage Bad Dream Adventure is a unique example on this list of a game that did get an official release but still wound up lost. Because the game's publisher, Toshiba EMI, decided to halt CD-ROM production in general, only 3,000 copies of Garage were originally made. This made it exceptionally rare and expensive, and owners of the game were hesitant to upload it to the internet for fear of Japanese piracy laws. Garage's strange psychological tone made it feel especially elusive compared to other lost games. The 1999 point click horror is set inside the mind of a man named Yang, shown as a capitalist nightmare world populated by biomechanical beings. The game's art style feels inspired by the works of H.R. Geiger and Junji Ito. Preservation of Garage came about via a committed group of fans who had discovered the game's existence and began hunting through online Japanese auctions. In 2014, a user called CC0 secured a copy for 77,000 yen, roughly $550, and put the game online. This prompted an English fan patch to be made years later, allowing those who had fallen in love with the twisted world to enjoy it properly. In 2021, thanks likely in part to the passion around its search those years ago, Garage got its first official release in 20 years for iOS and Android. Number 4, Aka R. There are a great many arcade classics lost to time and plenty of urban legends around them. Aka R is one game that was unobtainable for a long time for both fans and the company who paid to create it. In early 1982, development on Atari's space shooter Aka R wrapped and a cabinet was 
sent to an arcade in Florida to see how it tested with consumers. Unfortunately, it was also sent alongside Robotron 2084, which smoked its contemporary, causing Aka-R to make next to no money. As such, the game was cancelled and full production was never pursued. Only three cabinets were ever made and the private owners of the Aka-R cabs never uploaded the ROM to the internet, denying most of the public the chance to ever play it. However, in 2019, the game was dumped anonymously on an arcade forum. Allegedly, the ROM had been stolen by a tech who had visited the home of one of the private collectors. This is pretty grim if true, however, now that the ROM had been released, those who had spent decades wondering about it could see it for themselves. Additionally, Atari, who had no backup of the game, also finally had access to it. As such, it appears as part of the celebratory collection Atari 50, finally at home amongst its peers. Number 3. Daredevil The Man Without Fear Before Arkham Asylum revolutionised superhero video games single-handedly, we had Treyarch's PS2 Spider-Man titles, often still described as some of the best comic book video games ever. However, Spidey was not meant to swing through the gaming sphere alone. In the early 2000s, developers 5000 Foot's pitch for a Daredevil game was approved by Marvel and they began in earnest on their first open world adventure. The titular hero was able to complete side missions on the way to his main objectives using a shadow world to take advantage of Daredevil's senses to find enemies and heat sources. Apparently, the development of Daredevil was pretty rough, in particular as it morphed over time with the announcement of the Ben Affleck-led film entering production. This meant producers Encore, Marvel and Sony Pictures all required approvals on everything the studio did. There was an engine switch, the open world was scrapped in favour of being a linear brawler, costs ballooned and there were even alleged drug abuse allegations at the studio. In 2020, video game preservationist P2P Online uploaded a video of the 2003 build of Daredevil which reignited interest. Then, three years later, a 2004 build was discovered. Fans worked together to make this version best described as somewhat finished playable, unearthing a gem from nearly 20 years ago that most people forgot ever existed. Number 2. Drax Night Out Drax Night Out is a good-humoured little adventure game for the NES, where the player assists Dracula in leaving his tower and navigating the town below. Drac must avoid or trap villagers and suck their blood while searching for his bride Mina. It's simple, charming fun, never actually released. The game was expected to drop in 1991, but despite being almost ready, it never made it to store shelves. This is particularly odd as it was also tied up in a licensing agreement. Midway through development, the producer Parker Brothers had struck a deal with Reebok. As such, the game became a tie-in for Reebok Pumps, which Drac can pick up on his travels for extra speed and, of course, early 90s style. What's remarkable about this story is how the game was preserved. It just so happened that Parker Brothers developer Rex Bradford lived on the same street as NES fan Gideon G, who would borrow the near-final version of the game's cartridge as a kid and would wind up keeping it. As he grew up and got into video game emulation and preservation, G realised he had something special in his collection and made sure the game got online nearly a decade after it was supposed to be released. And number one, Akira for the Sega Mega Drive. Considering the worldwide cultural impact of it, it's surprising that there haven't been more attempts at turning 1988 motion picture Akira into video games. The Japanese Famicom title was poorly received, but there was an attempt made by THQ in the early 90s to bring Neo Tokyo to a variety of platforms. Mega Drive, Sega CD, Game Gear, SNES and Game Boy. These were shown to gamers in magazines and briefly at the 1994 Summer Consumer Electronics Show before vanishing without a trace. Behind the scenes, each version of the game was being cut one by one, with the Mega Drive version making it the furthest before also being axed. And so the game became lost media for two decades until Boxing Day of 2019, appropriately the year the film is set, when a prototype of the Mega Drive version was uploaded to the internet. Gamers would finally get a good look at a 
Akira, even if it was only semi-complete, to find that its contents are as wide a net as the original choice of systems. Each level bounces from one genre to the next, driving, first-person Doom-like exploration, side-scrolling adventure, isometric combat, and so on. It's an appropriately audacious direction for audacious source material featuring some stunning cutscenes for the time, and in retrospect could have been a late-era Mega Drive classic if it had made it over the finish line. Thank goodness we can play these video games again, because sometimes that's not always the case. Speaking of which, there's a video on screen now for 10 video game moments that you'll never see again. Thanks for watching, I've been Cy for What Culture, and have a good week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.